Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for February the 16th in the year of our Lord, 2024. This is our one of two. The goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country. To do so on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That's our guide. We reject revolution unless it's a Jesus revolution. We celebrate the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips. And as you know, it's a freedom-loving, fantastic, faith-filled, we're taking America back one heart, one mind, one issue at a time. Friday, welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. I am Sam Bushman. Dr. Scott Bradley is with me. FreedomsRisingSun.com, his website. You can check out his collegiate series to preserve the nation, his weekly webinars, and a whole lot more at freedomsrisingsun.com. Doctor, welcome back, sir. Well, thank you. And here we are at the end of another week. Well, for a lot of people, it's their work week, of course. And uh, I, I comment on this often, but I, I'm just amazed at the accelerated speed that this year is passing us by. We're halfway through February. And uh, I, I have hardly taken a, a deep breath this year. It's it's just, you know, flying by at cyclonic speed. <laughs> you got that right for sure. I had on um, a couple of people uh, yesterday. We talked in detail about the Super Bowl and the numbers. And I want to run those by you, Dr. Bradley, and get your take on this. You know, people always ask me, how many people are listening to your show? And whenever I try to get advertisers, they're like, hey, I need to see your numbers. What are your demographics? What are, uh, what are this? What are that? What are... And it just, it, it just bugs because it's just well, absolutely it's kind of... ridiculous. And I'm going to prove it to you. Are you ready? Sure. All right. Here, let me try and lay this out. According to NFL.com, they say their viewing audience for last Super Bowl was estimated at 200 million. But headline this year says Super Bowl viewership grows to 123.4 million, breaking all ratings records. The figure, they say, then easily exceeded. Last year's 150 million. Now, that's the problem that I don't get with this whole thing. If you look at Super Bowl and they go uh, LVII, so I think that's 57, right? Super Bowl 57 had 200 million as the audience, according to NFL.com. Now, they say that's a 9% increase. Compared with the nearly 183 million unique viewers that have watched before. Then they say, well, the way you track this is if you watch the Super Bowl for a minute, then it counts. And the average minute view is 136 million. Anyway, and so what I'm getting at is the numbers reported are all over the map. 
Uh, and what they're going to do is they're going to come back and say, well, Sam, that's a snapshot of at least this many after the live event and this many were live. And then later they'll get an updated number and say, well, these are the people that watched it after the fact. And But when you really dig in, the numbers are all over the map and they use what they call a minute view. If you watch the Super Bowl supposedly for a minute, then you count. And my real question is, how do you track by the minute? Let's say that there's 10,000 businesses that have, there's probably more than that, but I'm just throwing out a number, 10,000 businesses that have the Super Bowl on during, you know, lunchtime or dinner time or whatever at their restaurant or their bar or whatever the case may be. How do you know when people come in and out, in and out, in and out, what, that somebody literally watched for a minute? And they'll be forced into a debate with me about this, and they'll have to say that it's all based on projections. It's all based on how you define watch the Super Bowl and then how they wag this number. But the numbers, according to their own data, are all over the map. You can't trust a single one of them. And I've told people this for years, and all they say to me is, oh, Sam, if you just understood the digital world, you might get this. It's easy. You can count it, Sam. Can't you, you know, look at your concurrent viewers and can't you this and can't you that? And the answer is a clear, resounding no. If you understand analytics, you can make anything you want uh, you can say anything you want and make the statistics back up whatever you claim, uh, but they don't have any evidence of this. It's all guesswork, and it's all flat-out, absolute blatant lies, Doctor. Well, see, Sam, the, the, I'm, I tell you, all of this baffling that you're doing right now is exactly what almost everything that's happening in the world today, whether it's climate change or the economics or Super Bowl numbers, I... Uh, uh, you know, it's interesting. Of course, we didn't have it on our TV, but but let's just say somebody did. Is anybody metering that TV? Is well, do you have a smart saying, TV, Doctor Bradley? I do not. But uh, okay. But that's the thing. So you, you that, can't watch uh, any you can't watch any online things or anything on your TV. Well, I can watch online things, but I have to access them through a, a computer portal and and ca- cast it onto my TV. But the I point see. of the matter is that. Um, you know, years and years ago, I had a, a marketing buddy, and uh, of course, everybody's heard of wild donkeys, I'm sure. And uh, he had a term that he used probably daily, maybe hourly, and he called it a swag. And it had to do with wild donkeys, and uh, it has to do with scientific wild-ass guess. And uh, that's how he ran his life, was a swag. And uh, I think so much of what's happening today is a swag, and we take it to the bank as though it is gospel truth that we can hang our eternal life on and it's it's just wild to me um i'm I, if they make up whatever number they have to and and i i'm most maybe not most frustrated but highly frustrated with this approach <clears throat> when it comes to um how they're driving virtually everything in society now by these computer models. They, they, a computer model is nothing more than a set of assumptions that have been put into a computer that spits out an output that says, based upon these assumptions, this is what we would predict or uh, would you know measure or whatever. What we would guess. So, well, that's because, really again, it's not it only is. what you put into the computer, but then it's what assumptions you tell it to make, too. It doesn't, it it doesn't do assumptions by itself. Now, it can analyze past data, the numbers you give, but it's only as accurate as what you give, and it can't predict anything outside of what you haven't told it to predict. And, and so the, the biases, if you will, of the uh, predictor, which is the programmer, are all built into these things. And it's, it's like, for example, now, you, somebody ought to check me on this, okay, because my science is uh, 
Well, you know, I, I went to school so long ago. This is well over 55 years old. But let's see if memory serves. Carbon dioxide in the Earth's atmosphere is dot zero four percent. Dot zero four percent. Okay. And so carbon dioxide is not exactly what you call a prevalent, you know, element in the universe in the uh, in the Earth's atmosphere. But they're telling us that we have to alter everything in society in order to be able to prevent that from creeping up a little bit. Humans provide probably about 3% of that dot, 0.4%, okay? So humans have very little to do with that mix in the atmosphere. And then if I recall my uh, science correctly from 55 plus years ago, CO2 is heavier than air. Consequently, it doesn't float into the upper atmosphere. Consequently, it could not thin the ozone layer, okay? I mean, but, but we have people that are turning society on its head about this element that, that I think we just plain and simple are, are blowing in the wind, so to speak. And they did the same thing with the COVID nonsense. They, I mean, these PCR tests that they were doing, they didn't test for the, for the disease. It tested for something they found if they ran enough iterations. And yet we shut society down, we destroyed the economy, we destroyed our liberty, our religious liberties, our ability to gather and our freedom of the press. They censored everything. They were uh, going about like, uh, you know, they, they were Nazis on steroids to get everybody uh, jabbed. And, and it was all just smoke and mirrors. And and they and a lot of they say that uh, the best numbers well maybe the best numbers the most fr frequently quoted numbers I don't know if they're good or not of the total 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 people that died in the world over the time of this pandemic was about six million and uh, and I think a very high percentage of them have died because of the protocols and that, I know that was the case in the United States because I experienced a lot of them. Uh, the protocols were absolutely hellacious and were destructive of life. And virtually everybody that got intubated uh, on their protocols died. Virtually everybody, certainly over a, probably age 60. But something. Let's go ahead and just skip the break. break. Keep going, Dr. Bradley. <laughs> okay, so, so we had a high percentage of this 6 million, that's the most kicked around number that I've found, that died. We don't know if it was based on protocols or not because they weren't tracking any of that. It was almost a sure thing. You got intubated, you died. Ventilator, toast, baby, you're gone. Okay, so the best numbers. The most, how shall I say, uh, conservative number that I am running across regularly of those that were killed by the jab is 12 million. So double the deaths based upon the jab throughout the world. And there's other studies that show 16 million. There's one as high as 70 that I saw. I don't know how they derived all of these numbers. But the point of the matter is this smoke and mirrors thing that they did, they created all this panic. They destroyed liberty. They turned the economies of the world upside down, destroyed probably the hottest U.S. economy we've ever had, uh, ruined educations, isolation, depression, drug abuse, child abuse, family abuse, all of these things. And then what comes on? Autoimmune diseases, uh, strokes, blood clots, uh, heart problems, uh, organ failure, fertility issues. I mean, you can go on and on and on and on about this stuff. 
it was created by basically a false test. The guy that developed that PCR test said, no, it was never designed to diagnose. It just simply wasn't. And if you run the iterations on it, you know, you run them 50 times, it's going to say, by golly, there's something here. I just know there is. I just know there is. And uh, it, it loses all credibility over about 25 or 28 iterations where they run it through and run it through just that many times. Point of the matter I'm saying is that a lot of times we get smoke and mirrors and we take them to the bank and these have really, really destructive uh, outcomes. And, and they're trying to yes, throw Yes, they the do. States. So they, the COVID was their first attempt to really completely 100% disrupt society. Now, there was other attempts at that before COVID, but COVID was the quintessential turning the corner where we don't care what we destroy, what we will do um, to take down America. It's kind of the jumping off point for um, you know, crazy behavior that had not been seen to date, at least in your face, to that degree. Uh, we also never uh, in the past caught on to the scams so quickly and exposed them like we've done with COVID. So it's an interesting dynamic. But the next, I don't know what you want to call it, frontier uh, in this, they say the grass is greener, whatever you want to call it, is in the climate change issue. And the headline says this, as Americans struggle financially... Climate agenda is set to create new food price hikes, analysts say. They say the net zero climate agenda is pushing regulations and costs onto farmers, which means it backs into costs for Americans at the store. The EpochTimes.com with this piece. It's a big, long, you know, story about all this. But they, you know, talk about the Department of Agriculture and this and that and then they go on, and then here's another headline that highlights this. WHO chief, so the World Health Organization chief, demands, quote, plant-based food systems to save the planet. He claims that his plan would save 8 million lives a year. World Net Daily with that piece. And then the third headline, um, um, I guess they say that... Uh, Billions spent on climate change based on faulty temperature data. Climate experts say that the ice is melting, and that's the key indicator of climate change, except for the evidence shows that the ice is not melting. So, doctor, you put all this together, and what you got is a global cabal to use climate change to lie and deceive the people. And to use fuzzy science to push the point and then eventually force the cost of food through the stratosphere. What do they want you to do? Get off meat and eat plants and bugs. Doctor? Okay, Sam, you know me. I always look back to look forward. Okay? The past is prologue, as Shakespeare said in The Tempest. And uh, <clears throat> Patrick Henry had no lamp to guide his feet but the, the light of behind him. Anyway. Okay, every single stinking communist takeover that has occurred since the Illuminati came on board, you know, in, in 1776, and they were the precursor, precursor not named communists, but they were, and the everything that happened through the French Revolution and all that kind of stuff coming forward, every single instance of the disruption of society that ended up with an overthrow of, of the people's freedom and tyranny being implemented, everyone had an element of food shortage. Every one of them. 
and and they were real or connived. I mean, it was they dumped wheat in the Seine River in in France, for example, and the Bolsheviks had a, an issue with the First uh, World War and. All the men were on the war front, and they were all dying over there and everything like that, so they didn't have men to work the fields. The Ukrainian uh, issues, the kulaks, all, everything, everything. Pol Pot, Mao Zedong, everybody has had a food problem that has been done to disrupt society. It's been a really good program for them. It's worked every time, and it's been quite successful. And, and I would just say, yes... We should expect that and understand. Now, what can we ourselves do? You know, you just can't wait for them to go dump the wheat in the in the river. Uh, you ought to be growing your own groceries. You ought to have a plan for yourself. I mean, a window box with tomatoes growing in it, for crying out loud. I mean, just whatever you can do. If you live in the projects in, in Newark, grow something in your window box. But you have a little plot of ground, do something with that. You've got to start taking control of your life. I mean... We got to be masters of our own destiny, and if you're prepared, you're not going to be fearful. And and absolutely, I I believe that that it it's predictable as the sun coming up the next day, that in the formula that's supposed to disrupt society. And again, all of these fracture points we always talk about: men against women, and blacks against whites, and religion against religion, Republicans against Democrats. All of this p fractionalization that's happening, the balkanization of the nation with with the language things and the political processes, all of that stuff's going to enter into it. It's been a great formula, and it's been used over and over again, but right in that formula every time is a food element. So you should know that. Be wise. You know, stop being a fractionalizer and stop putting off having a garden. I, you know, I, we, we can't tell you every step, but you start got to start thinking Quit figuring the Super Bowl sponsors are going to be the ones that are going to take care of you when times get tight. And and it's going to take more than yourself. you got to have family, and you got to have friends, and you got to have communities. I mean, communities survived for, for years together. The, the Native American tribes, for example, I mean, they hunted buffalo as a well-oiled tool. You know, they had hamstringers, and, I mean, well, we don't need to go into the hunting techniques, but the fact of the matter is it worked. People had relationships that they counted on, and it, it succeeded. And by the way, a very effective tool for punishing those that were uh, disruptive was banishment. Because it was really hard to survive if they sent you out on your own and you didn't have you know, this community of support with you. And I think it starts in families. I mean, it's God's basic plan. I mean... We go round and around on these things, but people have got to start thinking and, and quit figuring that the next meal is going to come in a pizza box that you got delivered by some guy that dashed it over to your house, for crying out loud. Start thinking, people. It's just weird. Well, it's hard for people to kind of work through that. It's expensive. It's difficult. People don't have the skills. And what I recommend is people work on their survival skills and work on their self-sustaining skills just a little bit at a time. It's not time to panic and melt down and freak out, but it is time to take serious, serious action and understand that they have spent billions on climate change based on faulty data. Uh, and they know it. And they have an agenda then to push this and have this, I don't know what you want to call it, change the game for you and I. They're going to they're gonna put this to the mat. They're going all the way on this thing. 
how quick it will materialize and how quick it'll be in your face is the only real deal we don't know, doctor. You know, it's interesting. You say, oh, we're going to save the climate. We're going to drive these electric cars with these batteries and everything. I've been reading some of the reports on that. I read one the other day that a BMW replacement of the battery on this electric car was $70,000. That's the battery. You can buy a new car for less than that, okay? And and uh, there a lot of the I mean admittedly that was on the high end but a lot of them are running thirty thousand dollars to replace the battery, and the precious earth or the rare earth materials that are put into those things the the mining and extraction of those things and how to process and and incorporate they're they're actually damaging the environment far worse by using these things, and then if you're trying to drive these electric cars and save the world, try driving them this time of year, if you're going to go across the United States in the northern tier. You know, up there through Minnesota and, and uh, Michigan and up you know, south of North Dakota and northern Montana and so on, you're going to have to stop maybe every couple hundred miles, you know, particularly if you're pulling a trailer. And you're going to have to spend a, a goodly part of your day waiting at a, a charging station if you can find it. The batteries just don't hold a charge. In the cold weather? Yeah. I mean, there's no question they don't hold a charge says, in the cold weather. They don't also hold a charge in the super heat, humid weather either. If we're just idiots, and I, I talked to a good old boy up in northern Montana yesterday, and he's a he's a construction guy, and we were talking about he he loves diesels. I mean, he's been a diesel guy for most of his life, and we were talking away with yeah. He says everybody's trying to make us save the earth and everything like. It's never going to happen with me. He said I'm never going to go with an electric vehicle again. He's in northern Montana. It's been thirty below up there, you know. Uh, it, it wasn't this week, but a couple of weeks ago it was. But at any rate, he's, he's saying, no, it just will not work. They're not going to convert me. So Well, and that's know, the question. We, What's going to happen to those who eventually will not go along? What's going to happen to those who, so ready for the next who headline? Okay. Global cancer rates will jump 77% by 2050, a new WHO report estimates. Okay, Sam. I would venture to guess, and again, this is just a swag. We talked about swags a little while ago, about those wild donkeys. Scientific wild-ass guess, as my uh, marketing friend used to always say. I would venture to guess it's going to be far higher than that in the next five years. So before 2030, and I say a lot of that can be laid at the whacked-out mRNA stuff that we're foistering on everybody. I mean, I'm not just talking about the jab. Yeah, that's a big, 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 big part of it, I think, where we've thrown our own God-given... Now think about that, though. A 77% increase globally of cancers? And so there... Why? Yeah, that's the thing, is people aren't ever... Well, because they want to basically give everybody cancer. Well, that's right. So you get the jab, or you put it in your food sources, or you pollute the the soup. Yeah, the water, the environment, whatever. They're going to give everybody cancer. He's predicting not what's going to happen. Otherwise, he would explain why and say, but here's how we can prevent it, and here's what we can do to stop it. None of that happens. None of that's the case. They're just telling you, hey, we know this is going to happen. And that's how they know global warming is happening, or they know this and that and that, because they're just going to make sure that the models fit that and that it really occurs. How are you going to say people aren't getting cancer, see? The pharma companies are taking full advantage of what the jab has brought on. Have you been watching, and you know, I don't watch that much TV, but, but, you know, you listen to your news source, even at the top and bottom of the hour, they have a pharma 
uh, organization that's that's sponsoring it. And all of that puts everything into question that anybody does when you look at who's paying for it. But nevertheless, the the pharma companies are just blasting the uh, advertising waves with stuff for heart problems, for things with stroke, for autoimmune diseases, for failure of organs. Where the heck did that come from? Oh, yeah, four years ago we started this death spiral. Ladies and gentlemen, hang tight. Dr. Scott Bradley, freedomsizingsun.com, and yours truly in seconds on your radio. Listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. The White House is speaking directly to concerns related to a national security threat flagged by the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee this week, National Security Council spokesman John Kirby. I can confirm that it is related to an anti-satellite capability that Russia is developing. He says this capability has not been deployed by Russia and that no one is in immediate danger. Republican Mike Turner wants the Biden administration to declassify the details so they can be discussed openly in Congress. Lawmakers were briefed on Capitol Hill Thursday. In the wake of the deadly Super Bowl parade shooting in Kansas City, Congress needs to act, and it is shameful that we have not seen more action on this. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said it's time for lawmakers to come together on a federal assault weapons ban and universal background checks. Two were killed in the Kansas City shooting with more than 20 others wounded in the nation's 48th mass shooting of 2024. Despite Trump attorney's best efforts to delay, trial in his New York hush money criminal case will begin on March 25th as scheduled. Trump faces 34 counts involving allegedly falsified business records linked to a hush money payment made to adult film star Stormy Daniels. Trump's attorneys argued in court Thursday the trial amounts to election interference. They were unsuccessful. Trump left the courtroom saying that it is a disgraceful situation. Fulton County DA Fonnie Willis says there are lies being told about her as a judge hears arguments over removing her from the Trump Georgia election case. It's highly offensive when someone lies on you and it's highly offensive when they try to implicate that you slept with somebody the first day you met with them. Willis surprised the court. She came in not long after her special prosecutor and romantic partner Nathan Wade testified about their relationship. Willis is accused of impropriety with Wade, including potentially with money. Trump's attorneys claim it's enough to have her tossed from the case. This is USA News. Right now, you can eliminate odors, mold, mildew, bacteria, and viruses in your home with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm uses oxy technology that naturally sends out O3 molecules that seek out and destroy odors. The thunderstorm doesn't mask or cover up bad smells. It eliminates them, leaving that fresh, clean smell, just like after a thunderstorm. The thunderstorm is small, plugs right into the wall, and fits in the palm of your hand. Put one in your basement, bedroom, family room, kitchen, or anywhere you want clean, fresh air. It even includes a USB cord for your car or truck. 
right now. Save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for whole home protection. That's three units for under $200, a fraction of the cost compared to other air purifiers. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and use discount code USA3 to save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Use USA and the number three. Shipping is free. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Can a nation conceived in liberty carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens? Can a country founded on God-given rights continue to thrive without understanding that life is a precious gift from our Creator? As a physician, I have looked into the eyes of one-pound babies. I have cradled their small bodies in the palm of one hand. I defy those who are careless, who would disregard life and look at these tiny little miracles and say, we're not going to protect that. But I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the World Health Organization literally saying, hey, we got to have plant-based or bug food systems. Got to get off meat is their agenda. Uh, we see that global cancer cases, they say, are going to jump 77% by 2050. They say global cancer diagnoses will reach 35 million in 2050. That's according to estimates from the World Health Organization, up from 22 million, or the 20 million in 2022. So, uh, you know, it's almost going to double, I guess, 20 to 35 million. But then you got to ask yourself this question: Is quote disease X real? And a, a lot of people would say, Sam, it's not real. It is real in the debate back and forth. But I'll tell you the real reason that I believe that it's real. You ready, doctor? I'm not sure, but try me. Because the government says it's not real. Look, they say this, quote, fat check. Disease X is a, quote, preparedness scenario, not a real disease. Well, because now they say that it's not real, I believe that it's, it is real. Remember, sometimes you got to say, once it's officially been denied, you know, you kind of know the truth. I know that's sad, 
But that's the fine we the world we find ourselves in, Doctor. Well, indeed it is. And in fact, I'm I have a kind of common aphorism that if they're holding a news conference, it's to spin the story into the lie they want. I mean, let's just take the the White House news sec press secretary and her we got to have an assault weapons ban, cry out there. Congress has to act. You know that less than 3% of all deaths by firearms are caused by rifles. That's what an assault weapon basically is designed as, you know, as a, as a rifle. And, and they, there was not one used in the Kansas City shooting that came after the Super Bowl parade thing. I mean, they spin anything and everything. They hold a press conference to spin the lie that they want, and and our White House press secretary has got it down to an absolute magnificent, best there is ever kind of approach. Lies, lies, and more damned lies. That's all I can say about what's coming out of these people. And so, yeah, you're right. If the if the government has, they have lost credibility across the board. Because I mean, in their writings, uh, disease X is a placeholder for whatever disease. Many are saying, yeah. though, by the way they talk about it and prepare for it and discuss it, that it kind of mirrors uh, the pandemic. In other words, it's you know you see the same thing. And so, hey, they talked about the COVID scenario happening, uh, then it happened, and now they're talking about disease X with a placeholder. And eventually, when it happens, then they'll say, well, I guess the conspiracy guys were right. Disease X did have, unfortunately a reality check but they're saying now it's not real because there's no real disease assigned to it you know i the problem is you can't trust these people and now that they're taking this discussion globally their real goal is to circumvent all of the united states checks and balances as well well you know it's it's interesting you say world health organization who and i you know, i put it a little different way who i mean the, my, all credibility is gone all. There is zero. And same with the National Institute of Health and the Centers for Disease Control and the FDA. You know, all of the Bravo Sierra, we have been told in the last four years, if people haven't picked up on the fact that it's who, it's, it's invalid. There is zero credibility with any of these people. And sadly, our medical profession has dramatically been impacted by this lack of credibility and trust. And uh, we could give you a example after example of, of how they've failed us too well and people are waking up to this left and right though doctor and i want to give you an example of one guy who is his name is mark green he's a representative he says he will not seek re-election after leading impeachment of department of uh, dhs secretary mayorkas he's leaving he won't you know try to get re-elected he's just out why he says this I have come to realize that our fight is not here within Washington. Our fight is with Washington. Uh, TheGatewayPundit.com has this piece, but he's highlighting um, something that we've known forever. But when you start to have sitting congressmen and senators literally say this and leave on their, by their own choice, uh, it's starting to reach critical mass, sir. Well, the, yeah, and, and I hear him. I mean, I, I know that he's got to have a high frustration level, and truth and, you know, justice in the American way is certainly not served out of Washington, D.C., and anybody that believes their Savior lives in Washington or serves in or holds an office in Washington is is sorely mistaken. Our Savior is not going to come from Washington. You know, you hate to see good people leave, though, that could have a voice, but but I guess 
what we do is we abrogate and, and leave it to the scoundrels that are there that think they can do whatever they want. I, I guess I have kind of mixed emotions about what he's saying about this. You know, if he truly is a principled individual, you'd like to have more of those people that are trying to go there and contain the beast, if you will, or slay the beast even, hopefully. But uh, you can surely understand his frustration with these things. And and uh, uh, I know, I know, I, you say, that what is this guy? Is he freebasing whenever he's on the radio? I don't know. I mean, that's an old term people don't even maybe know anymore. But but we cover a lot of subjects all over the, all over the board. But I, I stop and think about the... Uh, how broad and wide everything that is being thrown against us is. And and we just, we, we get frustrated and we talk about all of it. There's simple solutions. There are really simple solutions. And baseline principles that we've known about for hundreds of years now could be re-implemented. We know the pathway back. And and we, we get so frustrated with those that are in office. It's because we put them in office it's absolutely absurd to me. And the people say, oh, they deceived me. No, they didn't. You failed to do your proper due diligence on this stuff that that's happens. And, and so, I mean, uh, pick a subject and I'll freebase with you on it. It's one of those things where we've just got to start using our heads again. You know, and we were given a God-given intelligence. I mean, that's one of those kind of cool things that still small voice within our heart that says, this isn't right. Don't do it. Yeah, you're right about that. Mark Green is a representative from Tennessee. He's an American politician, physician, and retired U.S. Army major is who he is. Whether he's true blue enough, I don't know, but he's starting to realize. Now, the problem that I have with it is this. Um, Again, that's what they want us to do. They want us to think our fight is not in Washington. Our fight is with Washington. Because they want us to believe that all government is rogue. So your only choice is to throw out the whole thing. See, that again is another Hegelian dialectic communist idea uh, to just to go. Everything is extreme. Now, I agree that a lot of people in Washington are not our friends. And I agree that Washington is starting to become an enemy. But we got to think about it differently because neither extreme is the answer, doctor. Well, <laughs> the the. the wonderful balance i won't say perfect because it's mortal but god inspired those that the constitution convention and those original founding fathers with a very very soundly founded mortal government it's limited it's bounded it's it's got a certain set of assignments he gives to the general government and they're very specific and they are very limited checks and balances you know delegation of authority all those kind of things all of those kind of things are there. But we do stupid, asinine things, like injecting ourselves into everything, like trying to destroy the Second Amendment, which they gave us, and making that the issue. And, and this issue of foreign, you know, f- foreign military aid for uh, we're the biggest exporter of war. All of those things are unconstitutional. All of, well, not all of them, probably 80% of our expenditures are unconstitutional. And what we got to do is realize that, you know, government is necessary. In a way, it's a necessary evil. There are certain specific things that it must do. It's the only thing that can do them and do them well. The rest of everything is off the table. And um, 
And we keep, in, uh, you know, those that are in office keep injecting themselves. And by the way, everything. that's a great rule of thumb, though, is when you look at something that only the general government can do or only the state governments can do, um, you know, there are a few things. And, and that's why we need delegated authority. That's why there's checks and balances to say we realize we got to have this, but we also realize we got to chain it down. Uh, and this was the founding fathers' best attempt. And then they said it was only for a moral or a religious people. Um, look, the problem is we've jettisoned moral, morality and religion, and the problem is no one's willing to, you know, work within the system now. The, even the good guys are deceived into believing the system's the problem. Just look at a con con to prove the point, right? Well, the guys that are asking for a con con largely are the guys that screwed up the system to begin with. I mean, there are quote unquote natural leaders that are holding office. These are the celebrities that we look to, and these are the guys that gave us the $34 trillion deficit. These are the guys that did us militarily all over the world. These are the guys that are screwing up everything, and we want them to rewrite it. It's, it's Go ahead bizarre. and skip the break. Yeah, yeah well, the John Birch just... Society had an article that highlighted this very well, too. Uh, it's at jbs.org, and the headline basically says, Con Con, the full story. And it basically debunks a con-con every way from Sunday, Doctor. Well, you know, I've been somewhat vocal about this thing all over the country. Every opportunity I, I draw breath anywhere, I usually bring up a con-con. It's absolutely absurd to think what we're doing with that. And, and they say, oh, ain't it awful? Oh, they're, they're, they're doing debt. They're running for office. They, you know, they've got wars going, whatever. It's the problem is not the Constitution. It's okay. It's that we're violating it. It's the people that are there. Well, and, and we and think you know, we have good guys there, and then we're deceived. So Mike Johnson and crew, we think, oh, Mike Johnson might be a decent guy. He's a Christian. He's a, well, here's the headline. Like cockroaches, they scurry for cover when exposed to light. Our own government is trying to run and hide right now, writes Ron Paul. Campaignforliberty.org. And he goes on and says, because of the actions of patriots like you, Speaker Mike Johnson and Steve Scalise are being forced to take their plans secret. They want to promote FISA 702. Uh, they want to renew it. They want to deceive you and let the government spy on you. Johnson and Scalise are now pushing a new version of the, quote, House Intelligence Committee's bill. They want to give it a new name. They call it Reforming Intelligence and Securities America Act or whatever, and they want to basically change the name of the thing. It does nothing to rein in the spy state. In fact, it gives them more power and authority, and they're working on it in secret. Well, we exposed it. I'm not saying we single-handedly on Liberty Roundtable Live, but we hopefully contributed to the exposing of this. And um, the bottom line is the surveillance state lobbyists are losing the battle, and this latest bill is merely a stunt, a last-ditch effort to fearmonger everybody into promoting the deep state over this and feel like they have to do it. Mike Johnson and crew really working in secret. Now they've, they've put a halt to it temporarily because it's too much scrutiny. Mike Johnson completely betrayed us, doctor. Okay, you look at that title. I mean, the people stay up at night to make up these titles. Oh, yeah, I support that. They do. It's a, it's a what? USA Patriot Act. Oh, I'm a patriot. Or the security and prosperity. We want security and we want prosperity. All of those stupid, idiotic titles that belie the fact that they're another cloaked tyranny. And, and so the, the problem we're finding is that as we expose these lies, 
they changed the title and we get another the USMCA agreement instead of NAFTA. It's NAFTA on steroids. We, we get all of these uh, bait and switch kind of things. And, and the real bottom line is we've got to kill the beast that is bringing the tyranny on. And it's tragic that these quote unquote patriot conservatives are doing this. The, the 702 is absolutely, it's a internal spy mechanism for Americans. Just like and you got Act, the so supposedly, you know, Matt Gates fought so hard to get rid of the speaker. Now we got this guy, and he's literally secretly pushing FISA 702. So while the good guys push 702, they're not really the good guys. I jokingly say that. The Biden administration is planning to implement a central bank digital currency, CBC, to literally destroy your privacy and control over your own money. Matt Staver, Liberty Council, focusing on this. They're getting close to this digital currency too. And they'll basically just say, hey, your bank account with savings in it, you know, the money's gonna expire. So, yeah, you know, the control they're cons we're considering giving them over this is just insanity. And they're working on this too, right before our very eyes. And no one seemed to be really lifting a finger to stop it except for the few of us. Yeah, the, the, the uh, Federal Reserve is gonna be tiddlywinks. You know, it's been around since, you know, a uh, hundred and, you know, 10 plus years but but when you get this digital currency thing there's total control there i mean they can say oh, i'm sorry guys your social score you're not you're not looking at inclusion enough whatever okay governance oh you don't go along with socialism so we're gonna they can control your bank account it's a total it's a total computer entry is what it is and and a few keystrokes and suddenly you're bereft of whatever savings you've got. You're going to have compliance in a big way if you do this. And uh, by the way, bad guys have always known this. I've mentioned this on your show before. Pancho Villa, he's a red flagger, a communist that was tromping around Mexico back in the 19-teens. He understood that if you can control the economic exchange capability, the free market, the people ability of the people to, to go find their way and, and meet their needs, he Simple buy and sell, was, supply and demand, right? Disrupt absolutely. it. Absolutely. He said if we if we can control the money, the and, and Mexico, uh, the, there's some wonderful silver mines in Mexico, just amazingly rich silver mines. He dynamited them all shut. So the people couldn't go out and grub around in the dirt for a while and bring a few nuggets down and get them, you know, uh, assayed and all that kind of stuff and trade them for pigs and chickens. I mean, you know. He dynamited them shut so that they could control the economy, so they could control the people. Pancho Villa, I mean, this guy's, a, oh, he's a rebel and a, you know, like Che Guevara. They're abject communists. They're horrid individuals. And we put them up as heroes nowadays, the youth do anyway. Those that don't know any better, or maybe those that are stupidly involving in their processes. But the fact of the matter is, it's been known that if you control the economy, you control the people. And, and so that's this next step in this central bank digital currency nonsense is, is really the final tightening of the noose around our necks economically. If they can control that, you're going to have to grow your own groceries, kids. You're going to have to be able to, to make the, meet the needs of your families. The time may come. I don't know. Maybe you'll have to learn how to make shoes. I don't know. But the fact of the matter is uh, we're pretty far behind the curve in self-sufficiency right now. And this is maybe another way to back into it. Start thinking on your own on how you're gonna take care of yourself and those you love. 
Those well, and we're going to be you. doing more and more and more shows on that as, uh, you know, things unfold and things progress and stuff like that. There's a lot of good people doing good things, and we want to highlight more of that, that's for sure. Uh, right now, though, Senator Joe Manchin's thinking about running on a third-party ticket. He's thinking about having Mitt Romney as his running mate or possibly Rob Portman, one of the two, to be his running mate if he decides to jump in, Doctor. Oh, Sam, why are you always such a bearer of such dour news? Mitt Romney and Portman? Are you kidding Either me? Mitt and Portman or Mitt and uh, Manchin or Portman and oh. Manchin or some form of that, those three. Okay, if you look up Rhino in the dictionary, you'll have both of their pictures there. <laughs> I mean, I'm not kidding. I, know, I hear you. Uh, this mansion guy. Here's what they believe. They believe the Republican Party has left them and gone the Donald Trump way, and they're the real Republican Party. Uh, Mike Pence tried to bring it back. Nikki Haley tried to bring it back to the you know force us all back on the reservation of the the old guard Republican Party, criminal and war hawkish as they are, and everything else. Uh, and, and this is an attempt to try to bring that back to the center and say, you know, let's have a a, a challenge to the Republican Party. They they can't do it, but they want to do it third party now is what they're talking about. Well. You know, the, the problem is it's a it's a fake alternative, Sam. I mean, I know you know this. No question. I mean, Absolutely. Really about this. And I bring it up because I want people to realize this and spread the word about this. This is insane. Joe Manchin and Mitt Romney. And what kind of a ticket is that? Well, but yet, sadly, if they do it, it might get some traction, doctor. And if you have, you know, two or three or four third parties out there, or whatever else, and everybody just divides, divides, divides the vote. Um, you might end up with Joe Biden back again. You know, uh, there's a disease out there called multiple sclerosis. It's termin- It's called, in, in brief, MS. So if you take these paths with these other quote-unquote alternatives, you're going to get MS, not multiple sclerosis, but more of the same. What we're looking at now with these false alternatives is just a rehash of more of the same. It's just like multiple sclerosis is a disease, more of the same is a disease. And we're going to find that we're continuing our death spiral. In fact, it would probably accelerate with some of these individuals because there are so many people that say, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, we've got Mitt Romney in or another Republican, pick one, anyone that you want. Oh, we can go back to watching the Super Bowl and everything's going to be just fine. <laughs> Order another pizza to be delivered. You know, no. There you go. Eternal vigilance. That's what it's going to take. To it is, ladies nation. and gentlemen. Now listen. There's so much to discuss. So little time to discuss. And I have so many stories, and it's hard to know which ones are the best ones to pick. But what I try to do is I pick the ones that either are good news. I know they're far and few between. But I try to pick good news. Or I try to pick stories that I believe we have an opportunity, kind of a window of opportunity to do something about. So as you talk about them, as Americans struggle financially, they're going to use climate change to force down our throats, um, you know, uh, eating bugs and plants. They're going to do it by raising costs and using climate change as the, that's the reason. Because it's so warm, now all the crops are destroyed. And because it's so warm, power plants are blowing up. And because it's so hot, all these different things are happening. Um, and what we need to do is understand this. You can't stop it, folks. It's global in nature, and you and I personally can't stop it. What we can do is prepare you against it. What we can do is help you realize that it's time to take action. Instead of spending money on that pizza or the ball game, it's time to spend money on preparedness. 
Okay. Then they say global cancers will jump 77%. You got to ask yourself, okay, that's their agenda. Whether they make it happen or not intentionally, whether disease X is real or not, really isn't the debate here. They say it's not real. I say that it's real. Then they say you're a conspiracy theorist. Where's your evidence? And we go round and round. But that's a waste of time. What you got to understand is how are they going to force this on you? And what can you do to make it harder for them? What can you do to put yourself uh, in a more provident living situation? What can you do to put yourself in a situation, um, you know, where you are a little bit more self-reliant? That you, as Dr. Bradley said, you can, you know, grow some of your own food. Because the more you do that, the more natural you eat, the more close to the earth you become, the more you reject big pharma and the big agenda, and uh, the greater chance that you won't be one of the 77% increased cancer cases. The likelihood of you being in a situation where you're forced to eat nothing but bugs uh, is, is decreased. And the reason I promote the Mark Green idea is, look, we are in a fight with Washington. Uh, not the proper role of constitutional government, Washington, but the rogue agents that have shanghaied the system. Okay, and when I tell you Joe Manchin and Mitt Romney are working together to try to think about a third party bid and everything else, I want people to be aware this is happening. And you know what? This is something that we need to spread the word before it ever gets off the ground to shut that down, because I agree it's more of the same. The BS has become MS. Right. And we've got to really look at that and say, how can we stop it? How can we make a change? Okay, so the reason we bring up stories is to give you guidance, to give you solutions, to give you opportunities to make a difference, protect your family, learn about what's happening, uh, because that's, you know, all we can do is our part. I can't fix the world by three o'clock. I can't deal with the global issues. It's just, you know, it's beyond my sphere of influence, my scope. What I can do is teach the principles and do my best to live in a way um, that could put me and my family in the best situation possible. Live out of debt, become self-reliant, do, you know, do these things one little item at a time, and I hope people do the same. And I'm just telling you, when they're flo floating Joe Manchin, Mitt Romney, if that gets off the ground, you will have Joe, right? You'll have well, Joe, too. So Biden. Yeah, Joe, too. Okay. Yeah. And, and then you'll have possibly Donald. So do you want Don Joe Joe? I mean, it sounds like a... Like a new game, Don Jojo, or whatever the heck. Okay, us. folks, we have got to realize what's happening. All right, second hour, I want to talk about this. Do you know what Shot Spotter is? We'll talk about shot it. Shot Spotter. Spotter. Check it out. We're going to talk about it. It's in over 150 cities in America already. There is a little bit of good news that I'm going to tell you about coming up about Shot Spotter. I'll explain it all, and we'll dig in. We'll do it in seconds, second hour. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. Hour one of the can, hour two coming up. Dr. Scott Bradley with me. FreedomsRisingSun.com, LovingLiberty.net. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.